Welcome to Live Truth Podcast, a podcast geared towards helping women to know Jesus, love Jesus, and live truth boldly, which should in turn cause us to glorify God with our lives, think biblically, and be compelled to make disciples. Welcome back. My name is Katrika. I am your host. I hope y'all are having a wonderful day or depending upon what time you're listening to this, that you have a wonderful day. This is our first kick episode for season two. Um, Our kick episodes will be dropped every third Thursday. What our kick episodes are, the acronym stands for keep it in context. And we do this by kicking out scripture that's commonly misused and taken out of context. Then we give the author's intended meaning. Um, In these episodes, we also learn biblical interpretation, how to study God's word, learn terms used in the study of God's word. And I also provide resources in the show notes to help you study God's word if needed. And uh, as always, y'all, please, I love to hear your feedback, your heart. If there's anything that you have questions about, anything that you, anything you may disagree with, please feel free to reach out to me. Also, please like, share, and dis- and subscribe. We are on YouTube um, now. Also, if you have Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and um, hit the five stars if you like it, because it helps Live True to become a more noticeable platform. And that is what we want. We want to be able to push the gospel to the ends of the earth. Our episode today will consist of um, the verse, Proverbs, the verse uh, Proverbs 29, 18. In the KJV reads, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And so this verse is commonly misused to encourage the fact that one needs to have a vision for yourself, church or ministry. And while there is nothing wrong at all with having a vision per se or goals, that's not what this verse is talking about. And we don't want to take God's word and make it say something that is not to make it fit what we would like for it to say regarding ourselves. So let's find out what the intended meaning of this verse is by first taking a look at what the author and the theme for the book of Proverbs is and who who the author is. Proverbs was written by King Solomon, who in 1 Kings 4.30 says that Solomon's wisdom surpassed all the wisdom of the people of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt. By that, we know that Solomon was a very wise man. Again, he is the author of Proverbs. And so now we look at Proverbs 1-2 to find out what the theme is, which is to know wisdom and instruction to understand words of insight. So basically the theme of Proverbs is to teach us wisdom. And so when we look at Proverbs or take a at the verse itself, actually, I'm sorry, we first want to um, look at key words that are in the verse. The first word we would like to look at is vision, which is the Hebrew word shazan. It means divine communication according to Strong's. We can also look at how this word is used in other verses in God's word. For instance, 1 Samuel 3, 1 states, Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. And y'all, I'm so sorry if I feel if I sound a little off today. I went to bed last night not feeling well at all, so please pray for me. So just bear with me. <laughs> um, so now we'll take a look at the word perish. 
or it can be defined as cast off restraint. According to Strong's, this is the Hebrew word para, which means to loosen, refuse, or set at naught. And set at naught means to regard or treat as of no importance, to disdain. And so when we even take a look at some of the other translations, we can see the context of this verse is not meaning what is commonly used as. The ESV states where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. The CSB states, without revelation, people run wild. The NLT, which to me translates the meaning beautifully, is when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. And so we want to remember that during this day, the people depended upon God to speak to them through his prophets. So today we actually have God's living word available to us in the Bible. And so without the word of God, we run wild. We do. We run wild as we see taking place now in our cultures and even in our own lives when we don't adhere to the word of God. So when we look at this verse what this verse is actually saying, it has nothing to do with our vision, our ambitions, or our goals in this context. And then if we even take a look at the latter half of the verse, which is, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he, which is the outcome of obeying God's word, like I just stated. So now that we have observed and interpreted the text, we can move on to application. This is why application or interpretation is so important because if we get interpretation wrong, then nine times out of 10, we're getting the application wrong. And so that's why we have a lot, a lot of false teaching now because we've gotten the interpretation wrong. So now we're acting on God's, acting on God's word in the improper way. And so it also distorts our view of God when we get our interpretation wrong and it gives us the wrong view of God. And then we fall into idolatry because we have a false sense of who God is because we have have a wrong interpretation of who God is. That's why I do these episodes because it's so important that we know God's word in its proper context. And so let's look at one application. I'll give you two applications and then you can pray and ask the Lord to give you, you know, um, more applications. But one application that I can give to this verse is we are happy and able to truly exhibit and experience the fruits of the spirit when we obey God's commands. We have to always remember obedience brings about freedom and joy that can only come from the Lord. Number two, those that don't have the word of God have no hope, which is the importance of us sharing the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we want to make sure that we're sharing the gospel with our lost, dying, disobedient culture that is, again, indeed running wild. And so just a reminder for some tips in studying God's word, when we study scripture, we want to consider how the passages fit with the rest of the Bible, which means we interpret scripture in light of all scripture, not taking one passage and building doctrine from it. We want to also consider the historical, cultural, geographical background of the text, who the author and an audience is, what do the verses before and after say, and what do the chapters before and after the verse say. Like I said, I'll also leave some resources in the show notes that can help you study God's word. I pray this episode has blessed you. I know it was short and sweet, shorter than uh, most have been, but it doesn't take much for this verse, as you can see. Also, like I said, I'd love to hear your feedback. Your My contact information will be in the show notes along with the resources that I recommend for studying. Also, if there's anyone that's listening that has not made a decision to allow Jesus to be Lord over your life, I just pray that you consider that today. Um, We have all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. God's standard is perfection, and no one could meet that standard. So he had to send his one and only son, who was also God, to come 
and died for our sins. He was risen on the third day. He was without sin, without fault, but was brutally murdered. And like I said, he was risen on the third day and he ascended to heaven and will be coming back for um, a church without spot or blemish. He has commanded men everywhere to repent and believe on the Lord Jesus. Repent and change your mind about the way you've been living and surrender your entire life to Christ. You know, um, Part of my testimony that I always love to share was for so long throughout my life, I thought because I went to church and because I felt like I loved the Lord that um, I was saved. But the Lord says, those who love me obey my commands. We're not saved according to our work, but our works are an indication of our salvation. Um, so if you have not again made that decision to allow Jesus to be Lord over your life, repented of your sins and placed your faith in Christ, please feel free to give me a call. I'm sorry, not give me a call, but reach out to me via email. Um, and I would love to speak with you more about it or meet you where you are and get you connected to a good Bible teaching church if that's a decision that you're making. But just know it's the best decision that you'll ever make. Um, our identity is in Christ. Our purpose is in Christ. We don't even know who we are until we come to Christ, let alone the fact that he he, you know, took our place. We deserved God's wrath upon us, and, and Christ took that um, place for us. And so we come to him in gratitude. And so that's why his commands are not burdensome, because we come to him in gratitude and love, wanting to obey out of our love for him and not um, feel like we're doing it out of drudgery, if, if that's the correct word I need to be using. Um, but I love y'all. I thank you. Um, like I said, pray for me because I am not feeling well. And um, we'll see you in two weeks, Lord willing, or talk to you in two weeks, Lord willing. God bless you. I love you. Grace and peace.